Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I, Allison, where, did you, where did you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. <laughs> A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts and, of dirty stuff, yeah. but also parenting stuff. Yeah. So check out Childish new episodes every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm very excited to talk to you. I'm sitting here with my husband, Daniel. Hi. In our not studio that we've built in the house. I decided ahead of time I, I wasn't going to do it. I'm, Daniel, I'm stuck in Ooh, a yeah. sort of, I'm stuck in a conversational eddy where Every time I have to address the fact that when we record late at night, we've moved the studio into the house. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to mention it this time because no one cares. And if they did, right. this is making it so they don't. This time you are not going to mention it. This time I wasn't going to. And then in the same way that if someone says no to me, I turn into a toddler. Mm. I, t- I, t- I knowed myself mm. and then I toddlerized myself. And now here I am. This is sort of like when I had to give a termite update on the podcast. And eventually um, it was brought to my attention that people were tired of hearing about it because there was nothing new. A turrent? Termite. Oh. <laughs> oh, do you not know about this? <laughs> no, I know. I, do. I actually do. I do. Please. <laughs> we have a small wasp's nest. I believe it's called oh, a beehive forming under the eaves of the studio. Yeah. And while it scares me, I'm like, man, this is rich territory for bug updates. Yeah, um, I gotta hit it. There's like a poison spray that's like shoots a little stream out, so you can get a distance from it. And I don't. I think it's in the garage somewhere. Uh, so I just gotta do it. But I'm like terrified of wasps. These are the big ass. It might be a hornet. I don't even know. So I had I talked to Jeff Fox, old producer Jeff Fox, aka Chef Jeff, on a Patreon episode yesterday. And I was asking him if he had any advice because he was talking about like all this stuff he's built and like being a car guy and he was having me guess how many rags were in his car. Um, for real. And I well, you're gonna have to listen to find out Ooh, how far I how far I came from that. But anyway, I was like, he's someone who has dealt with a hornet's nest in his life or two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so he was like, Yeah, hornets are mean. You gotta be careful. Yeah. They're mean and, and sadistic. he might use the word sadistic. I don't know. And what wasn't there like a whole story about murder hornets? And oh yeah. Do we know if these are murder these hornets? These are not. No. Murder hornets are I feel like they're like the size of your pinky or something. These are just Violent, small. These are your garden, domestic, small, yet violent hornets. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's very small right now. I feel like you could just tap it with a teaspoon into a Ziploc bag and be done. 
Do you want? You know what we can do, what? Daniel? Okay, we'll take a teaspoon, and then there's we'll, hornets on it, though. There was one or two having sex. I can't tell. But I'm not gonna like reach up with a fucking Ziploc, and then like tink tink tink. Well, if you catch it, agitate it into a Ziploc, and then try to Ziploc it while angry hornets are buzzing around. Well, if you gonna, catch it when the hornets, no, I don't no. look. I don't know. Does the, does the hornet have a like a different vacation hive? Maybe that it we goes could put to? a we could put a ring camera on it, <laughs> and then when there's motion, we'll know he's home. Well, I did a little reading, and if at night is when you should like sneak up on it, and then and then what? Tap it into a bag. That's what they say. They said you can take a bag around it and like, I don't exactly know if they said tap it. I don't know how they. Why don't I just hit it with the poison? But yeah, because you don't know where it is. Uh, well, no, I do know where it is. It's in the garage. I just okay. don't know where it is. That sounds going. like a good idea. I'm sure there's someone, because what about the idea of humanely relocating I don't it? give a shit about that. And look, any critter that wants to. to Come onto your turf? Sting my eyeballs. Oh, I, uh, I don't feel bad about hitting them with the poison. Now, one could argue the reason they want to sting me is this is one of those, you know, Chicken Cold War eggs. situations oh. where it's like, does he want to sting my eyeball because I want to hit him with the poison? Like, but I don't know a neutral third party critter that could arbitrate. Yeah, could take us to Critter Camp David you, and we could f- work it out. Do you know what the most deadly predator on Earth is? Uh, the human that's being. Right. That's right. Um, uh, by the way, I'd whispered, that's right. And then I stopped myself because you know what is really frustrating on podcasts? When people whisper? People whisper. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but if it's That's not com- a subtweet. Yes. If it's for comedy, it's good. But I just like half the time I feel like people don't hear it. Look, right. I love a sotto voce. Is that right? What does that mean? Have you seen that before? Isn't that just like like a soft voice? Is now that you're whispering, is? or is it so, is sotto voce, like to the like to the audience kind of thing? Oh no, I don't think so. I feel like I've read it as a stage direction. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like sotto voce, like to to themselves kind of thing. Let me look it up. Boy, it's embarrassing if I'm wrong. Because you're Italian. Because people know me as the guy that knows. Italian oh, stage okay. So it's mu- it's got a music definition and it's got a, a like screenplay definition. And what are they? Um, it is of singing or a spoken remark in a quiet voice, as if not to be heard. Yeah, I think soda must be quiet, soft. Okay. Well, now, that's not a whisper though. So. No, in singing you can sing softly without whispering. Yeah. Did you know? Hmm. Listen, I was planning to reveal this later in the podcast, but this is, yeah, this is too hot. So here we go. Are you sitting down? In seventh grade, Mm -hmm. our music teacher had polyps on her vocal folds. They're vocal folds, not chords. People say chords, they're folds. They're technically folds. She had polyps. And so- Like John Hamm. Did he? Ha- Does he have those? He had them, remember? Yeah. And then he had an operation and it was like, is he going to lose his voice? Right. I vaguely remember this. But I do remember some of the Mercedes ads were like, we are driving a Mercedes. Yeah. He did them like <laughs> the right luck after. of luxury. He, uh, you can lose, like it's a, it's I know, a very it's dangerous. Operation. Yeah. So anyway, though, apparently whispering it stresses the old folds 
more than talking quietly. And especially a loud whisper, like a stage whisper. Right. This is just some tough stuff to tuck into your knowledge of your vocal folds. Yeah. Listen, if you're having vocal cord issues, vocal fold issues, then Mm. know that. But otherwise, it's just boring. (laughs) (laughs) So today is a big day for us Uh because our littlest son took three steps. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think you were going to say? I was going to say. Who I am I? Who going, are we? I thought it was a big day because you put the bed sheets on all by yourself. <laughs> I thought, okay, here's the deal. I mean, I thought, Owen taking his first steps is pretty good too, but like, <laughs> come on, honey. You, I came out of the bedroom after putting <laughs> Elliot to bed and the bed was, sheets were on the bed and I know I didn't do it and there's only one other person. It was Merle. No. Merle is when Merle is like our placeholder name for any time we need the idea of another human being living in our house. He's a very stinky individual. (laughs) He's mischievous and stinky, but this time he did the best. Okay, here's the thing: couple things. Um, I thought of just not even drawing your attention to it. Yeah, but then I figured you wouldn't even notice or realize. Probably not. So I had to. I had to (laughs) to announce it. and also, I thought of mentioning it because I do feel a little proud of myself. But then I was like, me, "That makes me, me really. <laughs> that makes me really sound so pathetic." Yeah. That because there was a time where I changed my sheets myself, but it was a long time ago. When you lived on your own. Yeah. When I didn't have someone that I could um, bamboozle into doing it with me, but also. You know, I did it myself when I was in college, and that's when I had an extra long twin bed. You, I don't even think two people. Did you not have extra long twins? That's what all college dorms have, I think. Extra long mm-hmm. twin. Yeah, I remember how buying sheets. Is it like California King, like where it's longer? It's the same. I believe it's the same width, but it's a little bit longer. I think it's standard. In colleges to have the extra long twin. Okay. It makes buying sheets sort of a pain, except that huh. I think all, I think all colleges... What did you sleep on? A futon? No. Well, uh, let's see. My freshman year, I had a twin. I don't know if it was extra it, long. Did your feet hang off the end of it? My feet always hang off the end of anything. That's because you... Oh, boy. But hold on. Bed, hashtag bed chat. Daniel takes one banana foot, and <laughs> which is... You self-describe banana yeah, feet. I, I tuck it down. You no, you push the sheet. You untuck the sheet with your foot, and no, then you I'm like tucking my foot in. <laughs> but in the process, you untuck the sheet. It, 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 listen, I have big feet, and, and if you tuck the sheet in tight, then my toe, everything's getting squished down there. So Daniel, so that I have to tuck it into the thing for everything to be snug. If it gets untucked. That's out it's of my always hands. untucked. And in the morning, if I look at like the butt of the bed, it's just all droopy on one side as if it had a filling filled got, earlier in the day. Do you get mad when, uh, you know, someone finishes their dinner and you look at the plate and it's like, it's messy. You're like, hey, uh, it's a messy plate. You go, no, they ate their food. That's what the food was there for. The sh- a, a well-used bed looks droopy. At the end of the use, and you should look at it and go, ah, oh, this, bring a smile to your face and go, my my husband had a beautiful night's sleep. This makes me so happy. And I, his doting wife, gets to 
cinch that sheet right back under so that he can have another wonderful, cozy night's sleep the next night. But you don't have cozy, wonderful night's sleeps. This is all in theory. No fault to our beautiful sheets. I do love our sheets. So, freshman year, some sort of twin. I don't know if it was an extra I'm sure it was extra long. Let's let's move it along. What will happen next year? Uh, the next year I got a um, twin mattress. So, and then I, I built a, uh, a loft in a room. So I, you had slept. to build that cause ours had, um, well, a- I, it wasn't campus housing. Oh. I was off campus my sophomore year. So I built, uh, I shared a room and it was a small room. So I built a loft so that I could have a desk under it. Uh, and then let's see my junior year. Um, I took the loft and I cut it down a little bit. So I still had the same mattress. And I guess, oh, yeah, the big thing was my my senior year, I got a queen mattress. That was the big deal. No. Wait, no, I think I may have gotten a futon. Of course. I knew it. I, no, I just I felt had it. one at one point, but I thought I... Everyone had a... I never did. I had friends who did. Like, that, the people who in college swapped out their extra long twin and got a futon instead first of all they were in relationships and second of all they were like they pimped their dorm room and also it was always uncomfortable yes i did get a futon because it it took me one school year to realize what a scam futons were but but it was not comfortable as a couch not comfortable as a bed it's not even a couch it's like you can't sit but you can't get off of it they were so cheap it was like two hundred dollars and i was broke so um that's why I had a food. Oh God, the worst night sleeps. So anyway, mm-hmm. what I was saying though was back in my days of doing the sheets myself, I had smaller beds. This is a king size bed. So the, as I was doing it myself, I was trying to justify my reluctance to do it myself with like it's a king size bed. It's meant for two people to do the sheets. But then I did. You know what? It it worked out fine. It really did. Should I we mean, reveal something just so disgusting? I know it's a very it's I really I'm really making you step in it because you don't know or walk into it you don't know where I'm going with this it's a real coin well it's not really a coin flip if you're going to reveal something disgusting it's like odds are it's it relates to you (laughs) so but it's us odds are in my favor no it's us what This is the second time we've washed our bed, our sheets, since lockdown started. Oh, yeah. We're, well, that's, some people are probably grossed out. I, that doesn't gross me out for some reason. I guess it should. It's a little gross. It's pretty gross. What's weird is how much you can just keep trucking in your own filth. I mean, I'm asleep the whole time, so I'm not really paying attention to the sheets. It's like, look, let's move on. This is, this is, this isn't the content they came for. They came for Owen walking. Here's the problem, though. Let's just one more thing about, <laughs> about domestic bliss with us. There are certain things in the house that I have... Because lest you think it's turned into a pigsty, I bought a grout brush for the tile in the bathroom. Have you noticed that thing? It looks like yeah. a horse toothbrush in our yeah. shower. Yeah. And I've every day... butt with it. <laughs> it's really doing the job. Sparkling. Sparkling clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every day when I'm in the shower, showering, mm-hmm. which is not, it's every day right now, but there was you're a time. You're cleaning when, while you're in there? Yes. I'm cleaning the grout. Have you not noticed how clean the tiles are? I bet you haven't. 
Well, I have noticed that it wasn't getting filthy. So, yeah, good job, honey. Yeah. So I, while I'm I'm like conditioning, I just bend over and go to town. Yeah. So I'm over cleaning the shower tiles. I'm over cleaning our chair. And let's address that in a moment. But I'm not like, I just, I'm like laser focused on a few things. And I was thinking today that the house would be much more pleasant. Like I also went to town on some spots on the carpet, which are bothering me uh, the mm-hmm. rug, mm-hmm. but I, I revisited them from an earlier time. I tried to clean them, but if instead of focusing on these few things, I would just in general clean off most of the horizontal surfaces, organize the house would be much more pleasant. Definitely. No one gives a fuck about the tiles. Except well, me. You, you, you do when it gets, that's true. Brody. But, uh, I think that f- what I would say to you is all you really need to do is clean as you go. Like, Well, it's funny you say that because today when I was cleaning off the whole ki- the kitchen, I was like, Daniel's not cleaning as he goes. Oh, I do most You didn't days. clean as you went today. I didn't today. I was, a little, I was a little off my game today. But most days, honey, you... It was out I'm of control. One, Everywhere the, I looked at, there were boxes of cereal and blueberries. Okay, but most days, I'm keeping the kitchen pretty clean. Mm, okay. I okay, mean, okay. You know, one day I don't. Well, it's one of those things where I notice it when, it's, when it, it drives me insane. Yeah, so like I guess days, maybe I take it for granted. Most days I'm picking up your little garbage here and there. Oh, mine. Yeah. Your little wrappers, your little cheese wrappers. It's fine. Your cans you leave around. I've been trying to throw the cans I, out. I wipe the stove off. I this wipe is the true. microwave off. I sweep. I wipe the, the I countertops sweep. We both down. Sweep. Uh, I clean out the sink every day. I wash I wiped countertops down today. I vacuum. Yeah. Today. And I made a bed. <laughs> today. You're, you're trying to make it sound like I'm a messy kitchen person. We're both messy. No, but I keep the kitchen clean. Okay, thank days. you. Thank you. For God's sake. Anyway, I sprayed down. I, I've been working on some stains on the chair, and Daniel asked me today, is this going to be an everyday thing? And yes, it is. It's my quarantine project. That chair is going to have no fabric left. It's going to have been so exposed to cleaning chemicals. Um, but Owen took three steps today. <laughs> he did. He's 15 months old. I was just starting to get worried when I realized, wait, he's 15 months old. He's not walking and he's not really talking either because he had a few words and then uh, he he hasn't been using them lately. I knew he's been ready for a while. The, the issue is that we have so many surfaces that he can like hold on to. It's almost like, why wouldn't he? There's no real vast space for him to to need to, to traverse. Cross. Yeah. So yesterday I took him and we just did some uh, some laps from the kitchen to the living room where I where I kind of like let him hold my hands and he walked, you know, and he wasn't really putting a lot of weight on my hands, so I knew he was like pretty pretty close and he was having a blast. So, uh, yeah, it's my it's because of me. Right. So then today. He was standing in his favorite spot by my desk near my little drawers because he likes to open them and pull out all of my papers. Uh, and he was had two things in his hands, and I realized <clears throat> he was standing there without holding on to anything, um, which that he does sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then he just went, tink, 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 with his little feet and took three <laughs> little steps. And I said to Elliot, I said, Elliot, look. 
And he went, yay, Owen. And then he went running into the bathroom to find you mm-hmm. to tell you. Do you remember? I'm trying to remember how he said it. Oh, I don't remember how he said it. Shoot. It was it was in L. It wasn't it wasn't the way uh, you or I would say it. Hmm. Uh, it was like Ellie Owen did some steps walking or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was so happy for Owen. It was cute. Yeah. So a big day. I missed it. Yeah. But uh, I expected we'd see more of it later, but then we didn't, but I bet tomorrow. I feel like Owen doesn't think it was that big a deal. (laughs) Yeah. He did. He didn't like light up or anything. He's, he's taking it in stride as they say. (laughs) Maybe to him. Oh, that's such a Did perfect fr- yeah. Maybe to him, he's been doing it this whole time. Well, to him, it's like not that big a change from what he's been doing. He doesn't realize that his first steps were the first steps. He also did it like wedged in between my computer chair and this bookshelf. I'm pointing to it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't like I think if he had taken three steps in a field. In like in olden times, it would be different because it's like, look, there's nothing around me. I'm moving. F- I'm moving through space. Whereas this was just, he like sort of did a little footwork to keep his balance. I feel like most first steps happen when a kid is traversing a space from one thing to another thing, instead of just walking forward into a, a vast openness. Like yeah. that's why they take the first steps is to to get to the thing, and so. Um, I doubt very many kids are having that experience you're talking about. I was joking. Where they're they're looking at a sunset. I have never felt through. less gotten than right now. In our ten years of being together, minus one, I think, if I'm right. Uh that makes it sound like there was a year that we split up and had fun. No. Uh-huh. I just mean we've been together for nine years. And my other years on this planet, I've never felt less understood than right now. When I was joking, but you are taking me seriously. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, maybe I'm joking. Uh, yeah, honey, you can't do that Trump thing where you say something seriously and then later when you're called out, say you were joking. All right. Ye at home. What? Who's ye? You. Ye at home. When I mentioned kids in an open field, did mm-hmm. you think, and I said in like olden times, did you think that I truly believed yes. that? They no, do. I'm asking, I'm asking that They're now. Me now. I'm hearing them. <laughs> I'm asking they, them. This is what you meant. This is what you thought until I called out the ridiculousness of your thought. Oh, boy. You thought, think maybe still that in the olden times, what they would do is they would take all the kids who are ready to walk, line them up on a field, and just have them go forth into the into the field. And that's how people learn to walk. And that's not how it happened. I'm telling you. There were not the great walking moments of your dreams. People it was very similar to here. People had furniture and they walked from furniture to furniture. From fainting couch to Devon. That's is right. it Devon a thing? I think it is. I think it's similar to a fainting couch. Anyway. From hog trough to wagon sl- wheel. Slop basket. <laughs> <laughs> wagon wheel. <laughs> from from yes, from wagon wheel to yoke <laughs> uh, stack. From servants' quarters to um 
What's it called? Like where you shoe a horse? Does that yeah. have a special name? The horse shoery. To the, the shoery. From from the cobbler to the haberdasher. Oh my god, that's from, a long walk for a baby. From the clothes washer, the washing basin. bucket to the plague pit. Yes. From the from from the mud garden to all right. It's a lot of terrain for these babies to cross. Anyway, if you knew that I was joking and being silly, as is my way, write in hashtag jokey silly. Tweet it to at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Jokey silly. Are you getting silly. in on the hashtag game? Yeah. Um, who else? Wait. You know, what else? I, you know what I don't like? Hang on. What? And if you thought I was being serious... That I truly think that babies take their first steps in an open field, write in at ARIYMBF, hashtag. You thought they used to do that in the olden times. If you thought, yes, if you thought I was seriously thinking that, what should the hashtag be? What was the first one? Jokey silly. We can change these hashtags. I'm not, I'm not married to them as they say. Uh, I don't know. See, this is why I didn't get the job as. At midnight's hashtag coordinator. Okay, hashtag jokey, joke, jokey, silly. No, I hate you know I don't like that because it. No. Yeah, no, it should be um, hashtag you were joking, and if you thought I was being serious, hashtag you were serious. You can spell you either way. Now uh, what, Daniel? I don't like. First of all, I don't like those like uh, Twitter games where people are like. This one went around last night. Change a letter, ruin a band. This is no, it's still going. Now it's change a letter, ruin a musical. I, change a letter, I ruin a movie. It. I yeah. hate it because it's never funny. Someone wrote "Chitty Chitty Gang Bang." That's a little funny. Yeah, but it's like one out of a thousand. Right, and your funny one that you come up with, someone else has come up with, and it's, it's just like floods my fucking timeline with stuff that's like, oh, okay, I guess yeah, I guess that spells that. I feel like it's a benign sort of fun. Yeah, but I, I, you can't opt in or out. Can I tell you a story that's unrelated? Mm. I'm sorry. I feel like I cut you off. I was done. Okay. So uh, my sister and I were on vacation many, many years ago when we would go on family vacation. Just a note to the listeners. Uh, Allison does not have a sister when she's talking about her sister. This is uh, her imaginary friend. Go ahead. I have a sister. Went on vacation years ago. See? <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, and to bring it full circle, we were we were sleeping together in like a queen-size bed. And I have always been a light sleeper. Yeah, you are a very light sleeper. Yeah. Which, I don't know how we've stayed together this long because I snore. I don't either. I, I snore. Now, I'm not a restless sleeper. I don't move around a lot. No, you just good. stick your foot on the end of the bed. But that doesn't bother you. But the, <laughs> but I, I'm a loud snorer. So oh, my God. It's pretty wild that we're still together. Because You took a nap today, and you were sawing logs Man, with your eyes slightly fun. open. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe this... Because it was a louder snore than usual. And I was like, maybe this is why I haven't been able to sleep lately. Yeah. And I thought of doing an Instagram story about it, but I felt like that was would have been uncool. I feel like Wendy's probably a louder snorer than me. Mm, I don't think so. But can we address that? Would that have been A, not okay? To do what now? If I had done a story featuring your snoring, 
about how I realized maybe this is what's been keeping me up. As long as you didn't show me. No, like, I, was I don't want sh- you doing video of me while I'm sleeping. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that wouldn't have been cool. That's what I thought. Okay. Um. Uh, oh yeah. So anyway, do you see what I have to deal with? Everybody? Sleep in a queen bed. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe site just for people. And who feel sorry for me. I could not sleep because there was this rhythmic tapping, and it sounded like metal on lacquered wood. What was it? What was it? And I looked and it was my sister. She had her hand above her head and she was wearing a ring and she was tapping. But I bring this up because you were gripping the side of your chair and your ring was was doing it. Just now? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So instead of asking you to stop, I thought I'd tell this really long story. (laughs) Elliot is also very sensitive to the same things you're sensitive to. It's like um, the way you recoil from my touch. (laughs) He also will like if he I recoils hair, from my touch too. If I touch his hair, because I have this thing where I'll like, like you know, scratch or not scratch, but like massage scalps. <laughs> <laughs> like they're dogs, you know. Like you pet it. Yeah, can, you, can pet- you imagine not wanting that, not enjoying yeah, that? But like you know, the way you pet a dog, like for you know. So I'm like, and he has like such nice hair. So I'll just and he hates that. So. I have to stop myself. I went in the other night. He because Daniel put him to sleep, and then he came out afterwards. So then I I took a shift and put him back in bed, and um and was petting his head, and he took his hand and moved my hand yeah, away. He doesn't like it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like your hands because they're ice cold. He won't. This let... is actually this is you know that oh maybe your, I did. Your hands are your biggest ally, by the way. They it's like that. It's like that gift. So many. This is how I win. You know, with uh, from uh, Uncut Gems. Have you seen that gift? No. It's Adam Sandler as that character, and it says, "This is how I win." Yeah. Yeah, because Elliot wanted, wants you to change his diaper so on me because my hands are too cold. Yeah, because you know, your hands are too cold. I have to do all of the like dishes and things that would irritate your hands. Uh, you get out of a lot of things because of those hands. They're a curse and a blessing. I would periodically, say. periodically, I'll be like, periodically, I'll just, like the first time I cleaned the bathroom tiles, the thing that started Your all this. legit, like, peel up and get gnarly. I know. I have, I don't know, I, I've t- I don't know what it is. I've got, pe- I think it's called peeling skin disease or something. But anytime I touch anything, basically, involved, that water, chemicals, etc., um, my hands just uh, yeah, it's it's nasty. they just uh, they get angry. They look pretty good right now, though. Is it like a form of leprosy? No. Okay, you were gonna say something else, though. I think I was gonna talk to you about um, the purple grid, the purple mattress. Technology has improved just about everything: oh. phones, cars, this shopping. Is so cool. Yet mattresses have more or less been the same since the invention of sleep. But we deserve better. And finally, the mattress has evolved thanks to Purple. The secret to Purple is the Purple Grid. Um, I actually have a little sample of the grid, but we're not on video right now. So, uh, but it's, it's very cool looking. It's very, it's like uh, very tactile. It's like yes. squishing it. 
It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Purple is for everybody, no matter how you sleep. Even if you sleep with your foot wedged off the end and stuck to the end of the bed, Daniel. Purple is designed with over 2,800 open air channels and naturally temperature neutral gel. You'll never sleep too hot or too cold. The Purple mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all over. It's truly a mattress that does it all. You can count on resting easy night after night, year after year, because the ultra durable Purple Grid won't sink or lose shape. They're so confident in what they do that every Purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100-night trial. Experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com slash best friend and use promo code best friend. For a limited time, you'll get $150 off any purple mattress order of $1,500 or more. That's purple.com slash best friend, promo code best friend for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. You guys. You know what I just invented? What? Just in the short time that we've been sitting here, I just invented this. It's what? a mattress that has footholes at the bottom for oh. someone like me to just insert their foot while like, they sleep. Like cup holders. Yeah. Foot holders. Why don't they have that? And then you don't have to untuck the, the sheet. Would you be okay with your feet being in fixed holes all night, though? I fucking love it. Just cozy foot slots. What if they were like... What if there was a mold and you yeah. could design... Well, I think you'd want something that's a little bit more mobile than, right. just a, f- than a foot mold. Well, that's what I'm asking. like a pocket. But you're still anchored into the bed in a certain place. Yeah. But you're okay with that. Yeah. You'd ha- yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. With- well, I invented it, so I must be okay with you it. You also invented Quarby. Quarby. Yeah. What, and what is it? Well, people may have heard of this uh, site that has uh, this ripoff site called Quibi. <laughs> It ripped off Quibi. Yeah, Quibi is uh, quick bites of entertainment. Quick it stands for quick bites. This just stupid thing uh, that nobody wants. And uh, I, uh, can, I have a, a, a thing called Quants Bites Quabby, and they are <laughs> they're going to be little video clips of of me, and we're going to debut that later uh, when I get motivated enough to create them. Do you know what kind Quabbies. of content Quabbies. Uh, a lot of self-help, uh, you know, documentary. Is it, wait, type is this going to be where the Quants method lives online? Uh, you know, they are sister companies. The Quants to what? Method. Oh, the like Quants Oprah brings a, you Doctor Phil. This is like Quabby brings the you. The Quants method is like Franklin Covey. It's like a whole. It's like a whole thing. It's like a a uh, way to organize your life. Quabbies are. It's it's a term to refer to a new format. Of media delivery and Enter- entertainment consumption is Quabby a sister company of the Quants method? Is yes, that what you're saying? That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sister companies. I'm the president and CEO of both. So, yeah, but look look out for it, and uh, you know, you ignore Quibby. Just unless it's Quabby. Quabby. It's Quabby. Yes to Quabby, no to Quibby. It's catchy and it's going to catch on. Quabby up, Quibby down. There was something I was going to say a little while ago. I mean, I guess that's true always, all the time. I know what I was going to say. I was going to say, please, whatever you're doing, 
if it's listening to this podcast, definitely finish, leave a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, but then go to youtube.com slash Allison Rosen because I'm really up in my YouTube game. You guys, we're putting the entire Childish, ep- the full episodes of Childish along with highlights up there. And Daniel's been designing, we, like, I'm trying to get YouTube-y, you guys. I'm way too old for YouTube. Guys, let me let me. Daniel's really, been designing thumbnails let me tell and you, I feel like they look support good. Support Allison's YouTube game and she'll do more of it. What if they want less of it? Then don't. No, don't don't put it in their hands that much. If you don't support Allison's YouTube, she's still going to do it, even more you should so. Do it anyway as an act of self destruction. It's liberating. Whatever you don't want, the opposite. Whatever you do want will happen if you support me on YouTube. Is that a good call to action? Yes. No, but really, go admire. Smash that like button. <laughs> Dingle the alarm and <laughs> I have not, I've not told anyone to dingle the alarm. Um, yeah, but go look at the thumbnails that Daniel did. I think they look good. I mean, there's, there's only two of them so far. Yeah, there's going to be more. It's, Just get ready. Yeah, get ready, folks. Get ready. Exciting. And then Pete, the retailer, has been doing the videos and they look really good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a whole thing. And and then uh, next next up is ARI yeah. Well, the ARIYMBF videos right now are Patreon exclusive, oh, but I am yes. thinking I'm thinking about putting them up but on YouTube be, eventually. Eventually, there'll be that on YouTube be a whole too. Thing. Oh my god, we are going to roll out a whole thing. <laughs> Who knows what it is? I wasn't going to going to announce that we were going to roll out a whole. This is me joking. This is what it sounds like when I joke. You should have like a light that goes on when you're joking, so I know. Because it's usually it usually isn't that funny. It's usually just like oh. So if you're going to laugh so that you feel, no, I'm kidding. You're a funny gal. Yeah, but not tonight. That's the thing is that I, I have it in me, but, but not tonight. Would you like to hear a voicemail? I'd love to. Reminder, call into the show at 323-553-2331. And so this person is calling in um, to give us an update from uh, the week before. And I'm trusting it'll all make more sense when I play it. Okay. Hi, Allison. I wanted to call because I called you last week and you played my um, voicemail on your show with Daniel. I was saying that I loved his intros and I was having a very rough time because my good family friend was in the hospital with COVID. And I just wanted to call and update you with the great news that my friend is home and he's doing really well. He's still on oxygen, but um, he was put in a drug treatment study and um, we're actually waiting to find out if he was actually given the drug or the placebo but regardless he's doing much better and I wanted to let you know that and to thank you both well to thank you and your guests and everyone you have on the show for um, making this time this very weird awful time uh, a little bit easier Um, I'm particularly loving the shows with just you and Daniel so I hope those continue in some way even once we return to some form of normal. All right, thanks again, Allison. Uh, have a good one. Bye. I'm so glad that your friend is yeah. on the mend. That is wonderful news. Please call in and let us know if he had the drug or the placebo. Yeah. Daniel. How, do we know how old the friend was? No. Uh, yeah, that's great news. Um, this whole time is going to feel like such a weird dream. I know. Over. Like we're all going to hopefully, I mean, who, 
who knows what's after this, right? Right. Like, it could be like some form of the life we knew before, or it could Never. be some totally yeah. new thing. But like, let's assume that it's the same ish. Uh, we're gonna all look back and go, "Wasn't that fucking weird?" I know. Like we had like, and also it's gonna be Christmas before you fucking know it because Good. because this year is just zipping by. There are memes where people say like, I'm not adding this year to my age because I didn't get like, I didn't, it didn't count. And I feel that way a little bit. It shouldn't. Count. Honestly, I think it should count like twice. Oh, I think it will. I mean, I, I think feel like how we look and me. feel. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not rejuvenated. I am better slept. I have noticed that my mental state like both my emotional, physical, uh, general alertness um, is all better as of like maybe three weeks ago. Mm. And I'm like, I think about three weeks ago, I finally like cut. Because they say you can't like, if you're sleep deprived, you can't just catch up in one. Right. It takes a while. I think I caught up Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, I haven't been like, I haven't felt like this uh, for a long fucking time. Like, how old is Elliot? And um, that's good. See, that's an example. You don't even know how old your son is. Yeah, it'd be six. <laughs> um, and uh, so that's been a good thing. That's been a good thing. But the the other side of it is, of course, just the craziness of having kids around all the time. But yeah, um, forgot what the fuck my point was. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, keep us posted. What on, was your point? <laughs> Something about this is going to be such a weird time. Oh, it shouldn't count on your age. Yeah, how it know. ages you. Yeah. Um, speaking of sleep, I have I I am no longer sleeping. I don't know what happened. The insomnia that that uh, has plagued me my entire life, but that went away once I had kids. Were you were you just doing that thing where you burp and you? Tr- I mean, you try not no, to I was breathe into the mic. But I didn't want to exhale. I wasn't burping. Yes, that's not what I mean. I keep thinking it's a burp, but it's where you're exhaling and trying to avoid the mic so you make the face as if you're like shooting a burp to your left. Yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, no, that's good. Don't do that. It's good that you don't do that. Thank you. I don't I don't mind if you look. Like a Popeye? Yeah, I guess. Well, Popeye would do that and then he would put his pipe. Right. And then he'd put the spinach in the pipe and then he would through the, through the pipe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And then his arm would bulge. Not from that, but when he would eat. You're pointing at your bicep. It wasn't his bicep, honey. It was his forearms that would bulge. Oh, really? That's what a Popeye arm is. It's a big forearm. I've I've never heard the term Popeye arm. Well, uh, yeah. Popeye's of a a different generation. It's funny that Popeye has not really survived. I don't know if uh, millennials are really hip to Popeye. Right. If, if If you're a millennial and you're hip to Popeye... Uh, send me a tweet. Hashtag hit to Popeye. <laughs> you know, millennials are old now. I do know that. What was they're, I they're saying? They're hitting 40 now. What was I saying before that, though? Oh, yeah. I was, I was, this is fascinating. Tuck in, you guys. Strap in. Um, my insomnia went away after I had Elliot because I was so fucking tired. And I feel like I've slept pretty decently since having kids. Uh, 
But now I'm back to like, it's like an old friend that just, it's like depression, but it's not, it's insomnia. And it's the old friend that's like, I'm back. And so now I feel like there's just like something propelling me out of bed constantly in the night. And I don't know what it is. I think it could be caffeine. I drink two cups of coffee and this is deadly boring. So I'll make it fast. I drink two cups of coffee in the morning. I had switched away from the particular roast that I was drinking, but then I switched back and now I'm drinking herbal tea and I'm like, is there some caffeine in the herbal tea? I don't know. Maybe cut out caffeine entirely. That is not really an option. <laughs> um, Especially now when I need the caffeine to wake up because I'm so tired. I know, but you'll stop being so tired. Like caffeine really is bad. I, it's Once you cut it out completely and you detox from it, you'll, be, you'll feel better. Uh, I'm not going to do it, <laughs> but you should. Have you ever cut out caffeine? Yeah, but you know what? I cut it out at a time when I was working out a lot. And so I was... This was this like magical, healthy, vegan Daniel phase that happened way before I knew you, right? Kind of throughout my 20s. I mean, up up through maybe mid-30s. And then I had a resurgence of fitness and then... But yeah, since I met you, it's like, why bother? <laughs> what the hell? No, I really want to. It's just been a time issue. But yeah, there was a there was a good long period there where I was. You know, I think that if you're if you're exercising a lot, um, you don't really feel the need for caffeine. Like it just doesn't. You know, you're not as exhausted, and so I've also been exercising at night, and I think that might be a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, maybe try changing it up. Maybe exercise a little harder. You know, I exercise. Ha- you mean exercise harder earlier? Or well, I mean, exercise like, try, you exercise, like try to wear yourself out. <laughs> you know, like I'll come in and it'll just be like, you'll be slowly. It's like you know what your exercise is like. But I have the tension on the bike. It's like you set it on grandma coming back from the store. <laughs> Um, you know, up a slight, maybe a slight hill. Yeah. You, some people, when they do cycling, it's like they're in a peloton. That's like you. And they're racing, you know, There's the, the, the Tour de France. And it's like, yeah, you got to keep up. And you're, you're going up a mountain and, and you've got a little like, pring, pring on, your, on it. <laughs> There's and, a baguette in my basket. Yeah, back, yeah exactly. <laughs> some beautiful uh, blue cheese uh, that you just picked up. And, uh, you know, you're smelling the flowers. You're reading the tweets. You're taking time to... um, And you know what, honey? You appreciate life. And that's what I like about you. But you're not wearing yourself out enough for your body to be so exhausted that you sleep through the night. So what you're saying is if I were to, like, hit it hard at 9.30 p.m., I would be ready to just fall into bed? Mm, Maybe not 9.30. Maybe earlier. I don't know. But this the thing with the kids is just it is what it is. Listen, I appreciate that you're trying to make me feel bad for my slow pace, but I don't think you're bringing your I don't think you're landing your point, although you are hurting my feelings. I'm sorry. It's true. When you the times that you did the bike a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There Listen, was, I'm doing nothing. You can make fun of me. There was uh, sweat. I'm doing nothing. Sweat just flying off of your face. Whereas when I I don't do the bike like like, um, I don't do it like I mean it. I do it like a sustainable 
52 minutes of exercise every single day where my heart rate does go up. I, I work up a slight sweat. You, I can't keep up a great conversation, but I can also I post am, on Instagram I, and Twitter. I am teasing you because when I go in there and you're, you're sometimes so, I'm just holding still. Yes. And you're tweeting. <laughs> well, that's the problem. That's the problem so with social media I, on the bike is that it distracts me. So I, I am teasing you. You do exercise and that's good. Um, I used to do spin classes, and when you do a spin class, it's like your shirt is fucking drenched when you're done. And so that's what I was used to with bike stuff. But uh, no, I'm glad you exercise, honey. It's good. It's good for you. I need to. I do nothing. You can can make fun of me harder than, than I tease you. Not if I'm on the bike at the same time. Because then, should we get a I tandem would, exercise bike? Oh my god, why don't they have those? Oh, <laughs> did I just invent a tandem god. peloton bike? Oh my <laughs> god, why don't they have that? Because the thing oh is, oh my like- god, oh that's so good. Uh, oh, that right. is so good. All right, proceeds come to me to the Quats Corp. I mean, I guess they have Quaco. <laughs> And I'm not, yeah, tandem, like one in front of the other, not next to each other. No, yeah. Tandem. Tandem. Yes. But then the What's, person behind really gets the... the. Yeah, if you're like with a bike farter. Right. So you got to know thyself. Are you, art thou a bike farter? Hashtag, art, I am a bike farter, if you are one, tweet at me. Dustin and I did a video about bike farts many, many moons ago, and I think that's still on my yeah, YouTube Yeah, I remember page. that. And didn't he, didn't he think that when you do sit-ups, yes. you suck air in your he's butt? He's so wrong. I love him, but he's so wrong. But he maybe believes- he does. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. That might be happening with him. Yeah, he thinks that the reason that you pass gas when you're exercising, which that's questionable to begin with, <laughs> is because your uh, your abdominals are like constantly opening up your I butt. I remember in high school. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. I remember in high school, I had an early PE class. And I mean, I'm saying it's early just for the scientists out there that want to just, it's like a, it's like a, a data point, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to figure out why this is happening. And, uh, we would have to you run like you know beginning of PE you got to run like four laps or whatever and then you do whatever and uh, I would I was running and like with every step with every footfall it was a little <laughs> <laughs> like on purpose or just... I mean I might have been trying to just not just <laughs> you know like <laughs> you were just letting like, letting I the pressure letting it out slowly people would think that was my squeaky sneakers <laughs> or something and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought I, I bet I thought I was being all stealthy about it. <laughs> and uh, my friend Paul, who had run next to me, was like, "Dude, are you farting this whole time?" <laughs> and I wasn't the the man I am now, where I could have just like oh, laughed it? about it. I was mortified. <laughs> I would be mortified, but I mean, I shouldn't have been. I should have I should have owned it and laughed about it. Um, it takes it takes a lot of wisdom <laughs> and self work well, to be able to I, own it like you know, that. At that age, yeah. It's just like, oh no. I need to talk about Madison Reed and then I need to tell you about a fateful gymnastics lesson that I had. Do you know this story? Probably. I think I've told I told it I was in like the Adam Carolla warehouse went on the show when I told it, so I think it's been a very long time since I've mm. told it. Um Daniel. Yeah. You know about Madison Reed because I've told you about them. This is a home hair. I don't know what you were going to say. 
but I'm sure it was something that was going to, it wasn't good. It was going to throw me off my game. Yeah. Um, it's a home hair color system. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I told this, you. And you're going to be a new woman. I'm going to be the same woman, no. but better. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like there's, there's room for improvement. Yes. We're locked together. Let's throw some novelty into the game. Let's, let's. Yes. We're in the age of crazy hair right now, so you can do fun things. You can experiment with color. I don't want to. I just want to have my hair color, but better. But yes, you, with Madison Reed, you can have your hair color, but better, or you can experiment, all of that stuff. But anyway, I told you that I read an article about coloring your hair at home, yes. and it recommended the ones that they think are the best, and Madison Reed mm-hmm. was at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. So I, I n- n- took note of that and was familiar with them. And then when they came on as sponsors, I was like, I love it. I already know about them. Um, there's all sorts of reasons you might want to color your hair at home. Sure. Save money. Mm-hmm. Stretch out the time between salon visits, etc. I'm telling you, now's the time to do this because, like, if you're like, oh, maybe I wanted to do this color or that color, like, do it now and see how great you look. Or if it's a mistake, don't do that, and you don't have to go to work. And if you don't want to match your color, I mean, Unless sorry, you if you do, if you're thinking, how do I match my color? If you're thinking, I hear what Daniel's saying, but I want to go a different way. I just want my own color. Don't worry. Madison Reed gives you the tools you need so you can color with confidence. There's a quiz you take to help you match your hair color. Get ammonia-free multidimensional hair color delivered to your door starting at $22. Visit madison-reed.com. That's madison-reed.com. Alice Rose's Judy Best Friend listeners get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code Allison. So madison-reed.com, code Allison. I, unless Daniel gets to me and, and, and convinces me to do something wild and crazy, I'm planning to, to do Root Reboot. Is that blonde? Well, they have it in all colors, but for me, I would get 4C Vernazza Dark Brown. Vernazza? I think it's Vernazza or Vernazzo. And then also a gloss. And you're going to help me do them, maybe. Maybe you're going to help me do it. You You should go blonde. I think I could pull that off. I, think you I just think the upkeep would be difficult, but I think I would look great blonde. Daniel cut his own hair. I cut my own hair. I uh, It was getting ridiculous. And um, I, I... about that. So for me, it's like... You have an ish. Well, don't make it like it's some psychological You have a ish. psychological ish. My hair... Uh, on the sides, you just get these little wings. They like flip out, flip, 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 and they just get more and more like crazy and impossible to tame. I can't like like the option becomes either I just load my hair with product to get it to to stay sort of like unflipped, mm. or uh, I just let it fucking go. In which case, it's just like uh, a a big. A uh, giant poofy helmet, and so uh, I had been watching some uh, videos because I fantasize about being allowed to cut my son's hair, and I got some haircutting uh, stuff. <laughs> and uh, I, you love his locks. Lo- I do. Yes. He's he's. He I'm has- still traumatized from when it was like a few days after we were home. After I had Owen, you took Elliot with you to get a haircut. I was gonna go. So that I could be controlling, which is my comfort zone. But I'm it like too short. I I just had a baby, so yeah. I I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? So uh, 
I said, my parting words when you were just nearing the door, my parting words were not too short. But and what then, does that mean, too short? Too well, short to one person's. It was short when you guys came back. Yeah. It was short. I thought it looked good. But I, I understand. And, and I felt bad that uh, I let it get so short. But anyway, regardless, he has beautiful hair. It's just my problem with it is, is like it comes down. He has such long bangs. I can't see his face. And he won't let he us. He looks like one of those dogs that has the dreadlocks that yeah, are in their you can't eyes. See you his can't face. It's true, but eventually it'll get long enough that you can just push it to the sides and it'll stay. You say that, but of course it requires him doing it. <clears throat> anyway, whatever. I got the uh, the tools for the, the. I got some haircutting scissors and stuff. And so then, two days ago, yesterday, I don't know. I was. Just, I just had it, and I and I had watched the videos so that I, I had a sense of what the logic. Of haircutting is if there is someone who could watch a video and then be really good at haircutting it is daniel because you in the same way that i have peely hands that are useless and i don't like to even open mail <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's true i don't <laughs> you anything that like anything that involves maneuvers with your hands this is such a weird way of describing this you're just really good at doing shit at like crafty artistic shit involving spatial relations at hands thanks <laughs> uh so i well i just uh, most things have like a logic to it once you figure out what that logic is you can sort of do it at a simple level like i'm not good but anyway so i just sat there and i was i was doing it and uh you know so i was i cut my hair it didn't look but i, I also was okay with it if i had fucked up Cause so I I went to town because mm. I was like if if I fuck up I'm okay with that too because that's funny, but you went into a you got into a state like when a when a gal trims her bangs where you were like I just I have to do it and then like yeah. you blinked and an hour and a half had gone by or something. That's true. Shaw that, that was happen. playing in the bathroom. That did happen. Uh, so anyway, what were we talking about? Well, I want. There? Do you think any of our neighbors listen? Because I need to talk about what happened across Possibly. the street. It's possible. I love everyone involved. We have very nice neighbors. We have like wonderful, legit. wonderful neighbors. I don't know that they know that I have a podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, we have You great- can tell we don't really, we don't really talk to them because they don't, they may not know you have a podcast. Maybe I like to but keep we it on like the DL. Them. We like them from a distance. No. We love our neighbors. But uh, across the street, um, their son was graduating high school and there's no actual high school graduations right now, of course. So they told you... At, you know, 7 p.m. on this day, come out of the house. Everyone's going to bang. He's going to come out in his cap and gown and everyone's going to bang pots and pans. He's going to be surprised. He doesn't know. That was the deal. He didn't, oh, I didn't know that part. He didn't know. He was, they were going to tell him to go outside and then it'd be a big surprise. So we noticed that people were starting to congregate across the street and there were like 2020 balloons and stuff. Um, the year, not the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, people weren't congregating in their own driveway they were congregating in the driveway of this house and they were not really at this point staying in their family units that i could tell so one of the houses has a big family i think that they may have all been in but 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 even so even so yeah i just noticed closer than we were the only ones that were like staying in our yard yeah we were in our yard and also there were no pots and pans just me with my dumb pot and my dumb wooden spoon that I quickly put back in the house. But anyway, we came out 
to the edge of our driveway. We Yes, we were the only ones in our driveway. Everyone else was just across the street, mixing it up, yeah. passing around drinks. Very There was like one mask. And no. then it went on for a while. I know we went back in real quick because we had I had, well Owen but, was in his crib still. Yeah, we had to do bedtime and stuff. Yeah, but uh, but I then I just like a uh, um, I guess nowadays we'd call it a Karen. I just looked out my window counting the masks and just worried about the proximity, thinking, no. what's going on? I don't know if that's a Karen. Isn't a Karen? No, it's like someone a Mrs. who like, calls the manager type. Like, yeah, it's more about I, being I guess. annoying to other. Yes, people. Yes, you're right. No, I was a Mrs. Kravitz. Yeah. She's another timely reference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we've been a little antisocial to our neighbors. Part of it is we had Owen. That's not the point of this story. Uh, Well, that's what I'm taking out of it. Well, we can can talk about that in a minute. Let's talk. No, the point of this story is we're still trying to lock down. Oh, they're not. It looked like a real non-lockdown party. I mean, they weren't inside. Well, one of the things I've been thinking we should do is... um, Opening up our marriage to other couples. The ones across the street? Because then you're opening up to a lot of people because... That's a joke, honey. If you think Daniel's joking, hashtag... Like (laughs) doing what they call quarantine pod, where you pick maybe one other couple or two that, you know, if you have kids, it's great because then you can have... The kids play together. And basically the idea would be you pick someone you trust who's also been locked down and very, very strict. And then you can kind of open your social circle a tiny bit. Uh, But the trick is you have to be able to trust them completely, right? What if – okay, so in seventh grade – this is not the gymnastics fart story. In seventh grade, we went to Sequoia – and it was three people to a cabin, and you submitted names ahead of time for who you wanted to bunk with. Mm-hmm. And my best friends at the time were Katie, Holly, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Katie, Holly, and Kelly all wrote each other, and I wrote them. I wrote um, two of them. And I got stuck with Anne and Deborah, and um, they were not very nice. Really? They were okay. But... uh. In kindergarten, Anne told me that she wanted was I'm using real names. I really shouldn't. I'm sure they're all oh, lovely no people knows. now. Who cares? She told me she told me that she was going to come to my house and cut me up with scissors. What? So I told my parents, <laughs> and they they had to be a couple Karens and call the school. So then Anne and I no longer sat at the same little table. Well, yeah, she wanted to cut you with scissors. It's pretty intense, right? It's a lot. It's a lot for a I feel kindergartner. Like this is an Anne problem, and not an Allison problem. <laughs> Well, then I was unless you're just the type of little girl that's like makes people want to cut her up with scissors. But I just don't think that was the case. (laughs) Anyway, there I was back with her and her friend Deborah in seventh grade. Did she give you the silent like scissor fingers? (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Um. Anyway, what I'm saying is, what if? The people that we want to pod down with don't want to pod with us. They've already asked another couple. If you wait, that'll happen. You could lock them down now by by asking and then giving them a hard sell. The problem is, though, of course, there's one couple that we could do this with. We well, don't we have were kind we, of weird. the point is we were thinking about oh yeah our, our neighbors, neighbors, but not watching the have, way that they are German German story. Well, it is my show. Not anymore. The people <laughs> are speaking. They're making their voices heard. Go ahead. Uh, 
This is the Daniel Quartz is your new new best friend. Is this a long quabby? This what I'm saying is yeah. That's this is a Quantz chunk. It's a (laughs) Quachu. We were thinking about our neighbors because a they're our neighbors. It's convenient. B they have two kids same ages, but seeing them now they already know the the end of the story. Seeing them in the way the reckless way that they were they were throwing themselves at our other neighbors. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> made me feel like we can't, you know, we can't do that with them. So, I don't know. They're really giving it up. Are you suggesting they are giving that milk away for free? Are you suggesting that I give away the end to your story yes. when your story came about because of my story that I already shared People the end of? People had already forgotten the end of your story because they were tuning out your story. Hey, just because you were doesn't mean they were. Just, it also doesn't mean they weren't. People anyway. listen from quibby to quib to quabby to quabby. They're just anyway. Sorry. Go ahead, please. What's even smaller than a quabby? <sighs> a nano quabby. A quapar. Is that a particle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never been all that coordinated or good at sports or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And my mom saw me struggling or must've heard about me struggling or something with gymnastics and PE and what, what have you Mm -hmm. and got me a pride, like just, just to, to because you were struggling in PE. I don't know. I don't know, but I do remember going to the school playground with her after hours and meeting a teacher there and like practicing on the monkey bars and stuff because I was afraid. So this was a school thing? This is through the school? Yes. I wonder if... I went to a small private school. Yeah, but I wonder if it was recommended to your mom. Oh, no, sorry. This The the gymnastics lesson was at the high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm maybe it was. I should okay. I should ask her. But I'm just saying I had a long, rich history of needing assistance when it came to physical matters. Okay. So yeah, there was like this climbing structure, and I was afraid to climb on it. So mm-hmm. they recommended that my mom go with me. You mm-hmm. know, after and then also we had these um rings where you go mm-hmm. like. And I remember playing on those after hours with my mom Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then I fell off and that's when I lost my first tooth. And I'll never forget that just delicious taste of sand and blood. But it also, what it was exciting. It was exciting to knock a tooth out. Do you not have any memories like that with, of like knocking a tooth? But I mean, it was a loose tooth. Uh, I, I I wasn't expecting it to take such a dark turn. Well, my tooth was already loose. Sure. Uh, I the only memory. Well, I remember pulling teeth. What's the question? There isn't. I, so I anyway, anyway, teeth. I remember. In, I want to say third grade or so. I'm sorry. What were you saying? You go. I want to say third my, grade. My, my, so my, my mom got me class. a private gymnastics tumbling lesson with someone at the high school, and yeah. I remember going the high school that I later went to, yeah. and. I was just a real gaseous McLeod that day because the guy was spotting me in like doing backbends and cartwheels. And I just remember it was just like, (laughs) I feel like if you're, if you are a gymnastics and I couldn't, I, I wasn't used to this, like, Oh, I can't help it. It's just escaping my body, but it just was. Okay. I, my theory. And it was a teenage boy. Oh, 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 Okay, that's different. Because I was, I was going to say, like, 
women who are, and I guess guys too, but I think women who are like gymnastics, in gymnastics, like in it. Mm, this is not that, but yeah. Uh, or in like ballet, dance, are way more comfortable with body Stuff. Oh yeah, probably. Their the relationship with the body becomes a little bit more. You uh, think ballerinas intense. are like super into farts? I when I imagine ballerinas in that room <laughs> with the mirror, it is just stinky <laughs> farts. Well, most of them are vegetarian anyway. A lot of farting happening. Here's the thing: when little kids fart, how do you think they stay up on their toes like that? <laughs> <laughs> When little kids fart, it's like funny and cute, but I was not funny. I was not a funny and cute little kid who couldn't stop farting. I was just this like very awkward, overweight third grader who couldn't stop farting. Did he make faces or anything? Was I don't like, remember him reacting to it. He was like, oh God, there's this farty little girl that had to <laughs> come around. Spot. I got to find out from my mom. Anyway, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we have another call? <laughs> we do. Uh, okay. So this one is actually, it's a little bit long. Uh, it's very long. But it is, let me find it. It's from a few weeks ago. We had a caller who said she was recovering from COVID. Oh, right. And we had questions about that. Like, what was it like? And so she was calling to let us know. Oh, good. Hey, Allison and Daniel. This is Bridget again from Austin, Texas. Um, I called in last week because, well, to update you, but I um, was recovering from corona and wanted to call and let you know um, what that meant for me. So I had a fairly mild case of it, from what I understand, um, but I was able to get tested because I had been kind of around somebody who had had it. Um, I'm a dog walker, and I was still walking dogs for somebody whose housekeeper got it. So I think I just got some residual um, pieces of the virus from that housekeeper. Um, but my case of it, I had my te- my chest was really tight for a while. Um, I thought it was anxiety related, and then I started having a really hard time catching my breath. Um, not like I would walk around and have to like put my hands on my knees to catch my breath, but that feeling when you feel like you have to take a really deep breath or yawn to like catch your breath, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know if that's a diaphragmatic thing or if it's a lung thing, but either way, I was having to do that a lot and I was exhausted. Um, and those symptoms lasted for like five or six days and it was about four weeks ago. Um, and I still, the only one that has remained is that I have a really hard time catching my breath still. And I am a triathlete. I was training for a half Ironman before all of this started. <sighs> Sorry, having to catch my breath now. Um, and I'm finding that in the middle of a run or in the middle of a bike ride, I have to stop and try to catch my breath like that. So that's been really frustrating. I don't know how long that's going to last. And I don't think anybody really knows how long that's going to last because it just hasn't been around long enough. Um, and so going back to the housekeeper, um, I listened to a podcast called Epidemic, and it is by Dr. Celine Gounder. She's an infectious disease specialist and an analyst for CNN. Um, she's basically the only place I get my information because she knows what she's talking about. Um, so I listened to that, and then her husband is Grant Wall. He is a 
or he was, he was let go because of the virus, but he was um, a writer for Sports Illustrated, and he has a podcast called Planet Football. Um, The April 2nd episode of that is one of the most informative things I've ever heard. Um, It is Grant Wall is on there. He's got Landon Donovan, who's a soccer player, who comes on there and interviews Grant Wall's wife, the doctor. And Landon asks some very common questions, and she really, really goes into detail and explains everything really well. And one of the things she explains is that um, you get certain dosages of the virus, so it doesn't matter how healthy. Hi, it's Bridget again. I knew I was going to get cut off. I was really rambling. Um, But it doesn't matter how healthy you are, you can get a very, very high dose of the virus. And that's what's happening to a lot of healthcare workers is they're just around it all the time. So they get lots of particles, basically, of the virus, and it just overwhelms their immune system and they get a very bad case. Or you can be like me, where I probably came in contact with something that that housekeeper touched and I got a very small dose of the virus. And it was a dose of the virus that my body could handle and fight off pretty well. Um, cause I'm a fairly healthy person. I'm young. I don't have any, you know, underlying diseases or anything like that. Um, and that's all I had to say. I really, really highly recommend those two podcasts. Um, Dr. Celine Gounder talks a little more candidly when she's on Grant Wall's podcast. That one's the Planet Football podcast. She talks a little more candidly with him cause it's her husband, but then on the Epidemic podcast, which is called Epidemic, um, she goes really in-depth into some of the science behind it, and that's just really fascinating. But uh, I hope you guys are still doing well, um, and that's it. Have a good one. Bye. Did I give someone permission to recommend other podcasts on my podcast? Well, we're just going to bleep that out. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, That's really interesting. I could hear her struggling yeah. to catch her breath. That's scary. That's crazy. She's still training, though. Like, that's... Wow. Um, I've been hearing that about the dosage thing. Like, that... Um, be the, the amount of time that you're around uh, the virus or someone with the virus or an area where the virus is actually will. So if that you, it, it's number of particles plus time of exposure. Yeah. So if you're like, I don't know if someone's jogging past you, right. You know that if without you, a mask, without on. a mask and they had it, um, you're probably not going to get you, it. If you did get it, it would be a mild case. But if you're trapped in an elevator going up to the top floor of the world, or I guess not the world. Probably not, not currently. Uh, no, yeah. but uh, just some really like high building, like that one in Dubai. Yeah. So if you were going to the top the one of the on Dubai screensaver. tower, <laughs> uh, I bet you that elevator's so fucking fast. Well, like a really what's like a really slow elevator in a really tall building? The, the elevator in my apartment going to the third floor <laughs> when I was in college. That yes. was a very slow elevator. Um, yeah. Then you get it worse. So, um, well, I'm glad you're doing better. Let us know how your triathlon uh, goes. Hashtag. Uh, no. Triath- no? Okay. <laughs> if you want. I just feel like. I don't know pol- how this is going. I'm we're getting polluting. With it. I'm getting with the social you're stuff. Diluting. Like, you're diluting and polluting. 
the original two hashtags, which is hashtag Allison was joking, hashtag Allison was serious regarding whether I think children take their first steps in an open field. No, that wasn't what you said. You said in olden days, children. That's what I meant. Used to. That's how they used to take the first steps. Yeah. If you, if, whether you believe that I was joking when I said that or whether you think I really think it. You believe that the world used to be a Thomas Kincaid painting. It used to be. No, I don't believe that. I just wish it. No. Uh, All right. My, not my, but uh, our pediatrician said something that I thought was interesting. Had to take Owen to the pediatrician. I was nervous about it, about going into a medical building, about just going into a building and an elevator, et cetera. Um, it was actually fine. It was good. Was there anyone in the elevator? Usually no. Usually that elevator's packed. No, there was no one. I, I, and I was planning, there were signs that said maximum of three people. And I was oh. planning if there was someone in the elevator, maybe I wouldn't take it unless... Yeah. It seemed like there was no way to avoid it. When I was going back down, someone got off the elevator right as I got on, and that made me a little uncomfortable. So I experimented with holding my breath, which didn't work too well. Um, but but there was no one, but no one in it at the same time as us. Okay. And also, I didn't see anyone else at the pediatrician's office either. Although I'm, sh- you know, I know that they were seeing other people, but it wasn't like other people in the waiting room or anything. But anyway, at the end, um, she asked how Elliot was doing, and I said that he's doing really well. His language is really developing, and his imagination, and it's really fun. And she said, um, "Yeah, all the kids are flourishing at home. No one's getting sick, and they're all flourishing. Uh, it's really interesting." Yeah, it's like which I thought was interesting. I was thinking about the fact that there are a lot of social experiments now. That, you know, because of this situation, we're going to see, you know, various experiments play out that we wouldn't otherwise have been able to to do. Um, And that's one of them. Yeah. I mean, I think it probably depends on the age. Uh, For sure. I heard from a friend who's got kids that are older and it's really hard and he's scared because they're at an both of his kids are at ages where the social thing is really important for their development. So they need to be social with other kids. And whereas Elliot like sort of does, but I don't think, I don't think at three, it's as critical as if he was, Mm -mm. you know, uh, five or. And he and Owen are starting to play. And I'm wondering, I suspect that's just what was going to happen with them anyway, because Owen's old enough to be of interest to him now. But I do wonder a little bit, is it because he has no one else to play with? Because in the morning, he'll be like, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to go get Owen up from his nap. Um, He's like, I want to play with him. And before I put him to bed, he'll often say, I want to, but I want to play with him first. So he's all about playing with Owen. It is so fucking cute. It's nice when he wants to play with Owen and isn't. You know, trying to take toys out of his hands. So yes, that's good. Um, yeah, I think this. I think Elliot also said, "I think he likes me." Oh, <laughs> that was so sweet. Yeah, and like now it's sunny, it's getting hot, so I ordered a um a swim like an inflatable pool thing. By the way, like I ordered it, and it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. It's like so expensive. Is it higher than? Yeah, and then I kind of so like, like a price gougey kind some, of thing. It's like doubled and this is on amazon they it every but they all were like everyone's yeah. jacking their prices on amazon i know it, it's like could it's you have bought it somewhere else i looked i looked everywhere did for, you click through 
I do wonder if it would have been available somewhere else. Patio furniture is also hard to find right now. I had my eye on a set of chairs and a matching table, and uh, I just waited on it too long. It's interesting to see what's selling out. I looked everywhere for the inflatable stuff. That's yeah. uh, No, it wasn't available anywhere. Um, it's funny, yeah, like uh, like home hairstyling stuff is now sold out. Like a backyard playset stuff. Patio all, furniture. Any, like, um, yeah, like things like yeast flour. were hard to get. Mm-hmm. Flour, baking stuff. Um, but you do you remember before lockdown when when the beginning rumblings of this were mm-hmm. happening? The fear was, what if you can't get your medications? Like everyone try yeah. to get extra, you know, try to get ninety days worth because the supply chain is going to be interrupted mm-hmm. and da da da. And that. You know, knockwood has not happened at all. I think it may have happened for certain drugs. Oh, I remember maybe. early on they, the CDC or someone said there's like 13 drugs where they don't get them. And a lot of the supply chain stuff, we weren't going to see. It's still, it still may happen because right. the way supply chain – it depends on the industry. Uh, but, you know, it can work its way. If you're talking about – with drugs, you're talking about the stuff that – like the drugs that make the drugs come from China, but the drugs themselves are assembled here. Well, no wonder people are out of work if the drugs are making the drugs. <laughs> it's just, we're living in a world now where drugs are making drugs. It's chaos. Daniel, let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Just one comment this week. Now, if you remember last week, there was a comment about uh, how great the show is with you. And I was like, we are chumming the waters for negative comments now because someone's going to hear that and they're going to be like, I have to let them know that I, for one, don't enjoy the episodes of Daniel. But we didn't get those negative comments like I expected. <laughs> that reminds- I'll be darned. That reminds me of when we were... So Owen is in like a higher percentile for his body size, but his head's a little bit low. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I was head, his head circumference. His head, Even yeah. though it seems like he has a perfectly normal, he looks perfectly normal, but yeah. And it was like, um, well, maybe we should tell him about how high the percentile is for the rest of his body. So his head will get bigger. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it took me a second to give him a big head, a big but not head. too big. Yeah. Not too big. But you know what? He doesn't care. Mm-mm. So that's why. He Cla- have a big classic head. small. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have a big head about it. No. <laughs> okay. Speaking of not having a big head. Loving the Daniel episodes by CDC5033. I've always loved the podcast, but it's been especially nice to listen to other parents talk about life at home with small children during the quarantine. The Ali and Jackie episodes have been really fun. Thanks for all the great content during the difficult time. I agree. The Thursday shows have been really great. Uh, this Thursday, we have Lauren Lapkus and Jackie Johnson. Are you kidding? That's mm-hmm. all see. I'm so like, a star-studded lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were you going to say? No, I mean, I, I think that the way you've been doing Thursday episodes lately has been right on. Without you? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think it's been People really miss you, though. Yeah, that's okay. They, a little of me goes a long way. Well, there's a lot of you on this one, and it has gone a long way. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for that comment. 
that's nice. Nice things people are saying. Daniel, I think we've done it again, which is typically something I say to Greg. I hope you don't mind me sharing we it. We did it again. You and me, honey. We did it again. We did it with this thing called podcasting. That's right. Another excellent show. In the bag, on the books, in the trash can. Where is this one? Uh yeah. It's in the it's in the buckets. It's in the It's in the Quabby. It's in yeah. In the it's Quabby in the Quacko. <laughs> in the in the Quacklow. You guys. Qua. It's qua, not qua. I know, I keep saying it Jesus. incorrectly. I don't know why. Because it sounds funnier. What is it? Qua? Qua. Qua. Oh, like quants. Say my last name. Quants. Quants. <laughs> well, you were saying quabby last night. It's funnier. Quabby. It's quabby. It sounds pretentious when you say quabby. Quabby. It's quabby. <laughs> he sees that. <laughs> People who like go around going, oh, I watched a quabby last night. It's like, who are you trying to impress? Right. It's a quabby. Who, like, get over yourself, Poindexter. Yeah. You know, the rest of us. Common folk call them quabbies. <laughs> uh, check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Uh, videos of the Thursday shows and some of the Monday shows. And uh, bonus episode with Jeff Fox. And Jenna and Al don't know it yet, but I'm going to ask if they're available to join my live stream, which I'll be doing That's cool. this weekend. That's right. Look at how they're doing. We're going to find out. And also, hair. I'm on Cameo. I saw the picture she posted. Oh, my God, of Al's, Al's hair. hair without product in Who it. Who is Al with longer hair? Who knows? <laughs> Amazing. Is, he's a whole new man. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen and listen to Childish. Daniel, what about you? You can follow me at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram. And uh, listen, I know I keep saying it. I'm I'm almost at the point where I can do Twitch. Seriously, I got the fucking setup is happening. The question is, however, when would I ever do it? But, that is a question. But if I did do it, and if I were to find some time, and you wanted me to play a video game for you. Oh, my God. What game? I got... Wait, did you buy the headset mic? Do you need one of those? I feel like that's what gamers do. No, I have a microphone. Okay. Uh, so, like, you know, here are the choices, folks could do uh, Bioshock Infinite again, but I've already played it, so it might not be fun to watch me play it. <laughs> Who wants to watch you play a video game? Honey, this is the future. The, no, it, okay. This is what Discuss. everyone's doing. This is what the kids are doing. You want to have, you want to you wanna bring this operation into the next Defin generation? It's got to be through me, and it's got to be through video <laughs> games. <laughs> so we got, we got Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I also pre-ordered Last of Us 2, which uh, is coming out in a few weeks. So maybe I'll do that one. So let, let me know. Hit me up. Hashtag Quabby, Quabby Gaming. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I don't know how to end shows, honey. I don't know what how to bring this What microphone do you have? This one. <laughs> I'll just move it from this table over to that table. Oh, you're going to play on your computer? Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm new to this. I think what you do is you hook the thing up to a video capture card, then you use uh a broad you know um OBS, which is a broadcasting program, and then it allows you to put the game up, put your little face in there, 
just being cute, making s- smart ass comments here and there, really hamming it up. Uh-huh. Uh And uh, maybe some other j- jazz here and there. S- <laughs> well, you're going to bring jazz into you it. Sprinkle the jazz all over the screen, really make it like an episode a of Homeland thing to look at with no aesthetic value. Um, and then just put it, put it online and let the kids, uh, find it, it. find it, enjoy it, subscribe to it, smash button, smash it, (laughs) dingle bells, uh, comment, subscribe and enjoy is what I say. That's what I say. (laughs) Did you admit that? Comment, subscribe and enjoy. That is, I love it. So if I'm at a party and I'm handing out hors d'oeuvres, I say, comment, subscribe, and enjoy. And then people are confused, but they know that they've heard it somewhere. They heard it on a Quabby. Quabby. Well, are you pretentious or not? Uh, I'm both simultaneously. (laughs) Let's let's bring this plane in for a landing. I feel like you're relying on me to land the plane. No, I'm not. I'm one of those guys that. That wants to end a conversation, but then always finds a new thing to talk about. And as annoying as I am to you, I'm twice as annoying. Wait, have you been trying to end a conversation with me for nine years? (laughs) (laughs) It got so awkward when we were getting married because I'm like, I guess I'm going to say I do. Okay, well, (laughs) all right, you guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Allison Rosen. That's what I say. I'm no, childish. You don't say that. Oh no. my God. I love you. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.